You're listening to Tune FM. This is Pramu joining me on the Med Kids show. We're we just, we just calling it that now, Med, Med Kids I, I don't show. know what to call it, yeah. I, honestly. Um, do you have any ideas? I don't know. Maybe maybe our guest has some, some ideas. Cause First of all, we'd like to introduce yourself. Me. I'm, I'm Guy, as usual. Yep. Okay. Um, and then with us today, we have Rupert. G'day. Hello, Rupert. So uh, how, how do we know you? Basically, it's the first thing we go out of the way. How do you know me? Yes. Well, he studies med with us, Prabhu. Why yes. don't you know that? <laughs> I was, okay. Right here. Um, so the biggest question that I have for you right now is, do you have another name for this show that isn't Med Kids for Thursdays? Because, as you know, it's, it's on Thursdays. Uh, and it used to be on Mondays, and MedKid Mondays made mm. so much more sense. And now we've got MedKid Thursdays. Yeah, right. What about our laughing lumbricals? The laughing <laughs> lumbricals. <laughs> you were talking to me yesterday about um, band names, weren't you? Yeah, laughing lumbricals. Uh, uh, I like that one. Yeah. I, look, we'll think about it. We'll, th- we'll think. We'll think about, about, about that one. Yeah. It, it'll go into the works. Maybe we'll we'll have a good short list by the end of the year. I think, I think every time we have a guest on, we should just ask them, what do you reckon this show should be called? Yeah, and then when, when we give the show off to someone else, they can name it what they want. Yeah, we'll give them the short list. Yeah. You know what? I'm running that down. Okay. All right, so while guys doing that, um, let's run through some upcoming events. Um, I think the most relevant one for med students is AMSA Rego, Convention Rego. Um, which is tonight, I believe. Yeah, so if you're going to AMSA Convention, which is in Hobart, uh, you should definitely get on and rego tonight because it's it's on it opens at nine pm, which is you know, and it's it's going to be one of those things that sells out really quickly. Yeah, isn't Keith doing a event for it? Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, I think so. I think she's trying to get everybody to Mary White to do uh, to do it. Either way, if you if you're listening to this and you really want to go to Amsterdam Convention, uh, and you are not on the chat that we've got going, message Keith because she would be very, very glad to hear that someone else is going to Amsterdam Convention. It's her baby to get everybody to go. It is, yeah. Um, but for those that don't know what Amsterdam Convention is, it's basically just AMSA is the Australian Medical Students Association, for those that don't know. And uh, they put on a, a big, like, week-long convention in some Australian city, capital city, and everybody goes and there's, there's speakers and social nights and... I, I, I hear it's a good mix of academic and social. It is. And it's the kind of thing where everybody gets pretty well trashed each night and then gets back up at 8 o'clock in the morning to listen to a whole bunch of awesome speakers. So, Isn't that the most important part of the conventions? What, the speakers or the socials? No, the socials. The, yeah. And where it is? Where Unofficially. Is it? It's in Hobart. Oh, great. So, like, how good? Because, yeah, yeah, I don't... I love I, Hobart. Yeah. Have you been to Hobart? Oh, yeah. Oh, I am totally. so keen. I'm Salamanca sorry. Markets, fantastic. Oh, Salamanca Markets. Yeah. All right. All right. Make if, sure you have, you if, yeah, if you have time for that. Just yeah, if it's, well, yeah, it's a pretty heavy itinerary, but yeah, oh. if they don't have it on the itinerary already, I'll make an effort to go down, yeah. definitely. Saturday um, mornings, I think they are. I reckon it's going to be cold in Hobart because it's middle of July when actual... Oh, it, true, yeah. You'll love it. This is Armadale. True. True. We have... Good practice. I mean, I'm from Brisbane, and so are you. So we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're still not accustomed to this winter. But. Anyway, moving on from that, uh, we have, I mean, come on, we have lots to cover in this show. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have electives night for the second years next Wednesday, I believe. 
which is put on by Isaac and Laura, our academic conveners. Yeah. 6 p.m. to 8.30, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Sure is. We have a lecture on then too, <coughs> before okay. that. So I'm going to be honest right now. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that night is about. Um, it's like basically uh, trying to figure out what you want to do for third year. Yeah? Yeah. With, I think, specifics about or options for the community placement or something along those lines okay i think yeah like so in terms of going overseas and stuff like that yeah yeah that sort of stuff so like uh, the discussions around the like optional community block of placement is what this art's all about so what you can do there's like a couple i think there's a couple of like companies coming saying oh we can offer you this for this probably like work that. the world i think work the world i'm not sure i haven't got a list of sponsors but yeah I hear mixed things about Work the World. I hear some people say, yeah, they're really good, they're really organised, and, you know, you'll have a very whole experience. You know, they'll give you every sort of aspect of it. And anyway, it's a great night. Place and it's a great night to get your life organised, basically, because a lot of tension about what's going to happen next year. So get along to that. Um, not, uh, speaking of the living tension, you got your park run this Saturday. Yeah, get keen. So we did we did a park run last year, and it was... I thought it was pretty good, pretty successful. We got probably 30 med students down, which at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning is, is in my opinion, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And that, um, just to butt in there, that was the first park run I'd done. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's good fun, hey? Totally. There's You get like you get a real sense of community, I think, because for something that happens right outside Sport UNE, there is like very few students that rock up week to week. And so the much... The, you could get anywhere from 100 to, to 200 people there, and the vast majority of them, 95% of them, are all from town. And, yeah, they're all amazingly lovely people. Um, Who would have thunk it? Yeah, I know, right? Just And uh, can, c- can confirm there will be breakfast. Red frogs are coming to cook up pancakes and whatnot. Yep, and we've just, we've me and uh, Matt from Red Frogs, we were sorting out the fruit today. And, uh, oh, my goodness, get keen. We're going to have all sorts of different things. We're going to have stuff that you can put on pancakes, but also just, you know, stuff that you can eat as well. Um, not to reference Ant-Man in Captain America Civil War, does anyone have any orange slices? And uh, that's all I'm going to say about okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we do have one guest, which is Rupert, but we are expecting a second. Yeah, so you could sort of consider today to be the, the like, the med review edition of uh, Laughing Lumbricals. Name, name pending. Name pending. Name pending. <laughs> um, and because, of course, for those that don't know, and I'm saying that a lot this this session, um, Sam has just released the uh, the theme and trailer for Med Review. So the guess is Sam, by the way. We didn't huh? say it's Sam. Oh who's yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The guess the is Sam, the Med Review convener, who, as guys said, has released the the new theme, mm-hmm. for which is musicals. Uh, okay, I, I was going to wait for him to. I mean, he's announced it. Like it's public information now okay fine <laughs> um we're, we're we're very keen for it yeah we are very keen for it and but he's he's going to come in later he's not here at the yeah moment. so we'll talk about that more when he gets here yeah uh, aren't we all primed up running off the coattails of last year oh Heaps my goodness of fun so keen to get back into super it super deep okay so that's nine minutes on the f- on like us talking about last year's interview yeah <laughs> we have our own theme. every single time we have a med show yeah, I don't, we don't know why. It comes up it every co- single time. It's irrelevant somehow. Last week when we had a Sam and Tyson on, we just we had whole periods where we were just singing med review songs like "What about you?" And the show ended with me having the music but not cutting the mic, so they're singing over the song. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it worked. We're still yet to figure out the podcast. Yeah. Look, 
Is it happening? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how I, we go. I'll message Tanya, but she's been away. So. Yeah, true. Anyway, uh, moving on to med news, I guess. Med news? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my goodness. And uh, there's been a lot of it. There's been a lot this week. I didn't even realize until we you know, started planning for this show. So but you got basically got six minutes to just rattle off anything you want to. All right. Well, firstly, I think the, probably the biggest and most important one is that uh, a woman with a mutant gene who feels no pain uh, but there who feels no pain and heals without scarring is to been discovered by scientists. She reported numerous burns and cuts without pain, often smelling her burning flesh before noticing any injury, as published in the British Journal of Anesthesia, and could open door to new treatments. Does it actually say mutant gene? It literally says in inverted commas mutant gene. So we're looking at like a real live ex woman. Yeah. Crazy. That's how? Like, how does it even happen? I don't know. But, yeah. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, secondly, we've got... Do you guys remember the dubstep movement back in the day? Back in, what, 2012? Something I was like that? never really part of it, but I did hear of it, yes. Oh, my goodness. Back at school, I was dead set against dubstep. I was, I was one of those people that never listened to it, but mm-hmm. just I got on the bandwagon at the hate train. So, uh, but... He's redeemed himself because good old Skrillex has been found, Skrillex music has been found to protect against mosquito bites in a new study with its mix of very high and very low frequencies. Such music, which appears to delay host attack, reduce reduce blood feeding and disrupt mating, may provide new avenues for music-based personal protective measures. So music and bug spray, basically. Can I just ask on that, what what did you call it? Dubstepping. Dubstep. Yeah. Have you not heard of dubstep? No. <gasps> but if it, would, would a dubstepping been around when there were mullets in? Oh, no, it's, it's newer than that's that. That's when yeah. I was at school. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> Primary school, that is. Oh, you, you say that, but so, I had a mullet in primary school. So, so yeah, I wonder what a dubstep would look like with a mullet. I don't think you understand what a dubstep is. Dubstep, I have no idea. Dubstep is a genre of music, so it's like... Um, very electronic. Very yeah, loud. it's basically just these sort of industrial beats that just... It's In its rawest form, It's you could barely call it music. It's oh, just... I thought, I thought you were talking about a dance move, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dubstepping. No, no, it's a... Yeah, no, it's... Speaking of mosquitoes, by the way... Uh, a billion people, oh, this one's a sad one. No. A billion people may be newly exposed to diseases like dengue fever as world temperature rises by the end of the century uh, because of global warming, says a new study that examines temperature changes on a monthly basis across the world. So because of climate change, basically, literally the climate is changing and it's exposing loads of, new, loads of people to diseases that they've never been exposed to before. Like Is that because of the tropics are expanding? I think so, yeah. Okay. So presumably we'll see the same sort of thing like in malaria. Yeah, the Hopefully. writing's really on the wall for us, isn't it? Yep. Um, certain sources, and who knows if they're exaggerating or not. Uh, I want to think that they're exaggerating, but certain sources have said that we have about 10 years left. As much as that. Yeah, really? It's really hard to believe, right? 10 years. Yeah. Ten years to what? Just that's that's part of why the ten years until our climate is no longer livable, or oh. until we really start seeing some horrible, horrible climate impacts and you know uh, natural disasters and stuff like that. So that's part of the argument for school strike for climate change is basically, you know, 
the kids that are protesting are basically saying, look, we won't have proper adulthoods if we don't do something about this. And aren't they doing a good job they are. getting out on the streets? So amazing. Absolutely. I think yeah. we talked about this in the previous show, didn't we? Yeah. Just the, it's amazing to see. It's so good. Um, it makes you feel like children should vote. But then you realise, nah. <laughs> there, nah. Any more uplifting stories, maybe? Um, Tasmanian devils are basically fighting cancer. Um, uh, the forecast for so there's this thing called devil facial tumor disease, um, which basically either is going to fade out, so Tasmania devils are going to basically learn how to fight cancer, or they'll coexist with it in a peaceful way. That's kind of nice. And in other news, a teen dies of tapeworm <laughs> egg infestation. In I the thought we were going to not put that in. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty gruesome, it. I guess. Teen dies of tapeworm egg infestation in the brain. It's like a, it's like an alien movie. Like what the hell? And yeah, fi- lastly but not leastly, uh, countries with more trees and shrubs spend less on Medicare, which is nice. I thought we had a Medrevue themed news. I mean, I've, I've got no med review medical news. No, there's a um, the one about music oh. training. Oh, um, um, hang on. There's one we definitely said no, not putting that in. But I'm sure there's another one. Um, oh, was that the Squalex one? No, it was about um how music training can improve health. Oh and yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Um. I mean, it just confirmed what we all knew already, but yeah. basically that music music training improves your ability to cognit- cognition. Oh, a study has found musical training produces lasting improvements to a cognitive mechanism that helps individuals be more attentive and less likely to be distracted by irrelevant stimuli while performing demanding tasks. And that's why you should be a med review. Jeepers, what happened to me? What's my excuse? Because, <laughs> <laughs> Rupert, you were in med review in a well, big way. So, I don't know how my musical skills helped with any attentive. I don't know. You were a big part of that. That um, uh, percussion. Perhaps not music. Perhaps more dancing skills. I think we would say. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, speaking of music, think it's time for music break. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. So this is uh, "We Don't Care" by the Polish Club. The Polish Club.
And that was Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, that was actually a request from Rupert. And Yo. I do I do approve of that song. Takes so. me back to when I was 14 and watching Easy Rider, the movie. Right. Okay. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> Sorry, we we've go. never heard of that movie. Yeah, like, uh. we were discussing, like, stuff, and then that came up, and then none of us reacted, but Rupert decided to say anyway. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so since we have Rupert here... Yeah, may as well, so... Yeah, may as well talk to him. There's a certain big aspect of your past that us as medical students are very interested in. Do you want to tell us what that is? Oh, sure. Um, just prior to coming to med school, I was with the Queensland Ambulance Service for 15 years, wow. 14 years, thereabouts. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So run us through sort of the whole story, like... The whole story. Ooh, the whole story get, yeah. started when I was a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I just wanted to be an ambo. No, um, I had a real joy of an interest in healthcare and always wanted to be outside, always wanted to be doing something that I didn't know what I was being, be doing that day. And, um, yeah, because of that, paramedics really took my eye. Um, even as a little kid and so I couldn't get in straight from school because at the time there was a age limit I think really? or either you needed a, a no the age limit had gone there was an age limit of 25 Wow. Um, but then you needed a full open license which I didn't have oh, yeah. just so you could be the one driving the ambulance or yeah they just had a requirement you had an open license I guess just in case yeah that makes sense so and now that's all gone but um <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when did you join like how old were you Ooh, sorry say that again how old were you when you actually joined Ooh, I was 23 24 somewhere around there oh, so yeah. I originally joined I tried for a few years to get in. There was a whole recruit process. And I couldn't get into the emergency side straight away, but I got offered a spot on their non-urgent transport, which was taking elderly people predominantly, or people with chronic conditions, or who needed specialised transport, to, like, medical appointments, basically. Um, cool. And that's called patient transport. Cool. So I did that for 12, 14 months and then put in another application into the emergency side. Were there any uh, wild, riveting stories from your patient transport days? Oh, those, those wild eight-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> they know how to party. Oh, yeah. Don't get a vehicle load of people um, who are used to going the set way to and from their homes and medical appointments. Don't let them cotton on. Don't let them, co let them cotton on that you don't know where you're going. <laughs> Because <laughs> they'll be giving you directions left, right, and centre. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm assuming those are the directions they gave, left, right, and centre. Yeah. One person at a time, people, please. Uh, you're not coming up, you're not picking up Jeffrey before Alex? No, no, not today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we normally go this way. <laughs> so, uh... You said like 12 months, 14 months, you joined the emergency de department? Or emergency uh, yeah, so was on the non-urgent transport for 12, 14 months and then jumped across onto the emergency side when cool. I was 24. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how, so how was the emergency side? Uh, well, I guess ultimately that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be helping people 
at a moment of critical need and still very much didn't want to be inside just wanted to be outside doing stuff really that's awesome and um, yeah cool yeah so tick those boxes so were you have you been were you on the emergency side up until now correct yeah, okay, so yeah. and I, I still am i work um i'm now a casual paramedic up in queensland oh so i go back up there and do shifts periodically cool this weekend in fact yeah are they just always looking for people <coughs> to work oh yeah yeah there's a reasonable shortage of of staff so uh, sorry to interrupt you there rupert but i believe sam has just walked in yeah let's welcome sam into the studio hi everyone thanks for having me hi everyone thank you for having <laughs> there me we there go. we go beauty it's a mic for a reason okay so um yeah, we're going to be talking to Sam a bit later. but uh, um, So, Sam, we're just talking to Rupert about his Ambo days. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. So, we, yeah, what sort of, where did you get up to in the in the emergency services sort of thing? Was it like, was there a progression there or? Well, I guess there is a progression. My interest has just been mainly looking after patients. So, I've stayed at the cold front of, um, in the ambulance, not climbing the sort of, administrative ladder or anything like that so I've stuck with the shift work of rolling out to jobs and assessing patients doing what we can and taking them to hospital or wherever else is needed yeah. cool alright All right. so yeah nice so in uh, your extensive 14 years <laughs> in the emergency ambulance what would you say was your most interesting experience Oh, interesting. You know, it's just the little day-to-day things that you just can't write down. Um, And this is nothing to do particularly with the patient or anything like that, but the situations you find yourself in. Like, it's about 2 o'clock in the morning on a really, really cold Brisbane winter's night, which is probably not that cold, but... They're like... Really cold, like 15 degrees yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah. No, it might have been like six degrees. It was a bit chilly. Anyway, I got called out to this patient who had fallen over and he was a palliative patient. He'd basically been sent home to his family to pass away. And then we ended up on scene there for probably a good hour and a half, um, just working through the different scenarios with the family. And that got all sorted out eventually. And we hopped in our ambulance to go away because we left him at home. <clears throat> we hopped in our ambulance to, to drive away and the ambulance wouldn't start. So here we were out the front of this patient's house where this like 80 year old guy was like hours from dying. And we were in this ambulance that just wouldn't go. So, um, who would have thunk it? Kind of better yeah. oracle, yeah. yeah. We were on this slight hill, and I just, I was not going to sit outside of this house any longer, and I pushed this ambulance down the <laughs> hill and then organised for a tow truck. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any more interesting experiences? Oh, gee. I guess over the past 14 years, 15 years, I've... I've tripped around a little bit around Queensland anyway, because it's state based. Um, <clears throat> I spend most of my time in Brisbane working metropolitan type stuff. 
Right. But I've done a fair bit of um, country work, um, little, a couple of little country towns, sort of hour and a half from Brisbane, which has been really good. So that's been like single officer stuff, working by yourself, um, where you're on call basically for eight days. And yeah, that's all good. Um, some of my, my most favorite times were on Morton Island. I spent about two years there, um, so. Morton Island's so, so good. So I tried not to get sick of the ocean beaches and white sand. Yeah, oh. <laughs> tough job, tough yeah. job. And yeah, spent a bit of time up at Wurrabinda, which is an Aboriginal community about three hours west of Rockhampton as well. Right. And went up to Palm Island and did a little bit of work up there. Not long, but a little bit. Yeah. Cool. So uh, we were talking to you before the show, and you said you had a favourite story um, from your ambulance time. Uh, yeah, look, um, there's just funny, funny, funny-ass stuff that just happens every day. But this is not particularly funny, but it's, it's quite a lovely story, really. Um, I got called to a 52-year-old uh, male who, it came through as him being depressed and he was in a public toilet block. Anyway, we got to this location and I opened the door and he just like ran into the ambulance. Like I have never seen someone launch themselves so quickly into an ambulance before. Anyway. It turns out that we're at the bottom of bottom of a hill and there was a cemetery at the top and his mother passed away when he was 14 and his father was an alcoholic and probably abusive. Anyway, it turns out that he had never been to his mother's grave since he was 14 and decided that that was the day that was gonna gonna be the day but he just couldn't do it anyway we spent about an hour and a half just sitting in the ambulance chatting about life and this and that and the other and at the right moment i just said well yep how about we walk up there which is what we did we walked up there so you know 35 years later this guy who his mother's just been like everything to him he's finally reunited with her at that location that's pretty special just to be able to assist someone do that it's awesome yeah yeah that's really cool he wasn't depressed at all he wasn't suicidal at all um, which is probably what the job came through as but he just needed someone to listen to him and hear what he needed and put in a bit of a plan of action. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough <coughs> of that heavy stuff. <laughs> Any more uh, light ones you want to tell us? Funny stories, funny situations you find yourselves in? Uh, tell us some of the funny, funny, funny ass stuff. Oh, uh, look, just... Well, there's one thing about paramedics that you don't get to see too much in too many other places and that's just the insight into people's lives like nowhere else can you walk into some total stranger's house 
at three o'clock in the morning and sit on their bed and just have a chat with them about whatever's troubling them at the time. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, I guess a lot of the funny stuff comes out of incidental stuff like stretches falling over and collapsing and that sort of thing, which is not that funny at the time. But <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had to be there and you can laugh later when the patient isn't injured yep. and hasn't sued you. <laughs> Did you get many lawsuits? A lawsuit? Yeah. Uh, no. Ah, no. Stand up guy. Good lad, good lad. So uh, you talked to Elliot oh, before about um, how you get a lot of insight into humanity through being in AMBO. Yeah, what would you say the most important lesson you learn during your time would be? Mm. Probably just, it's just the little things in life that don't take much effort that can really change someone's life. Yep. Do you have a story to go with that or? Uh, well, I mean, that, one, that story before, and I know it's now rehashing old material, but like, that, that didn't that take old. that yeah. didn't take too much effort from me to do a small thing like an ambulance to was help called, him out. but all the guy needed was someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah, right. You didn't need an ambulance for that, but you know, right. any, anyone could. Have. Yeah, yeah. And some of the chats, um, some of the chats in the ED department at two o'clock in the morning are pretty entertaining as well. Yeah, but we'll leave that at that. <laughs> <laughs> Right here. So I think that basically concludes the segment with Rupert. Yeah. That was a quite an emotional roller coaster, that one. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. No, no, that's yeah, fine. Sorry, <laughs> mind open. I think that's the deepest thing we've really ever gone into in the Metro. Yeah. yeah. Sort of the most interesting and, yeah, mind opening stuff. So, yeah. yeah. You, you better get a Sim and Tyson back to lighten it back up. <laughs> oh, no, Sam's here. That's yeah, don't worry. Nothing yeah, deep awesome. on this behalf. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, nothing deep over here. <laughs> So do you, uh, wanna, do, you want, do you want us to mute your, mute your mic and then you can steal Pramu's and just completely derail the show? Because that's what happened last no, week. No, really. Let's oh my it. goodness, I'm it not was that crazy. Don't it worry. was insane. They they just ignored the questions that we asked them and started asking us questions back. And they're like, "Who's <laughs> really were, running the show?" They were they were very interested in your baldness. Yeah, and I got loads of questions. Out. I think that was like Med Show for Thursdays, the bald edition. <laughs> the bald edition. Yeah, I like it. The so viewers surely want to get to the bottom of that one, though. Long-standing question. Yeah, bald Thursday Why afternoon. Bald? <laughs> Why am I bald? I mean, you guys know that I have alopecia, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But the now, real, like, now, why of the situation? I mean, why are we here? It's just a lifestyle like, choice. Well, yeah. And to be honest, yeah, it's a pretty good one. If I'm Speaking of doing the show, um, we just did that then. Okay, so um, now that Sam is here, we can talk about Med review and everything related to med review. Uh, we already told what your the theme was, by the way, because we so considered it public information, so we didn't wait, wait for you to announce right, it yeah. yourself. That was me outing the theme today to make it public information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you came out today. As with, in, I, I brought the theme out with the yeah. theme. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time for a break. Yeah, time for a music break. This is Miami by Falls. Nice.
You're listening to Tune FM. We're back with whatever this show is called now. You're literally the last mic I turned on and you were the first it. one to talk. I'm sorry. All I, I said was, Premier, I can't find my bluebird. That's what that's what Robert Plant was singing as it faded out. All, he, all you could hear was just, I can't find my bluebird. Okay. Um, so I actually have, before we get to Sam, I have a couple of shout outs. Yeah. Or just the one. So I may have been at a barbecue before I came here and uh, they may all be listening right now. So uh, Hey guys. Shout out to uh, Flat 31 and Taryn's Barbecue happening. I am very keen to get back to that. <laughs> Me too. I'm very hungry. You want to come? You can come if you want. Everyone's welcome. Everyone listening, come to <laughs> Flat 31, Wright Village. There will be plenty of food to go around. Dece. Yeah. I would, but Heritage Dinner, Mary White. I'd also like to shout out my number one supporter, Mandy, who's currently <laughs> listening while she cooks her dinner. So thank you, Mandy. Uh, I would also like to shout out Mandy. Yeah, thanks all round from the team here at TuneFM, Mandy. Mandy's an unmod fan. Okay. So, Sam, or you, buddy. So, your trailer came out today. Yes, it did. And we were very impressed with it. And I, you've gotten so many people keen about MedReview. Well, I suppose that was the intention. So, I think trailer <laughs> is not something that's usually done. I think this may be the first one. Um, but I had a lot of ideas for what the trailer could be. And I sort of had to, to choose one in the end. Um, and I went with that one, which uh, for a brief summary for the listeners, it was about me, who's obviously quite a big musical fanatic, and my roommate, who was obsessed with The Lion King after he was in The Lion King himself as a child. Um, and it was just sort of me looking for what a theme could be and him trying to I guess, incept the idea um, and, and failing, or partially succeeding, one could say. Lion King's a musical. Yep. So he wanted Lion King. I picked musicals. I think I, think I win there. Um, but no, so it was a way to announce the theme as musicals and sort of build a bit of hype and um, especially for the freshers, give them a bit of an idea of what is going on in Med Review. Cool. So what are the big plans so the theme is obviously musicals yeah so currently the plot line resembles seven or eight freshers coming into armadale and they're, they're sort of zany characters that might loosely resemble people that we that we know and love in our year <laughs> um, how loosely no pretty loosely pretty okay. loosely okay. yeah yeah no okay. they're not they're not that derivative um but it's sort of their experience in first year medicine and how they all interact together, which I think is the more fun part, um, seeing people who you necessarily wouldn't see overly interact within our year, um, sort of interact and have those friendships and all to the, to the soundtrack of musicals. So I'm hoping to have fair few musical, musical numbers and things like that littered through it, throughout it. Any like fan favorites that we can expect to see? Look, I don't know, because I think I've currently put in too many songs. <laughs> so I, I'm going to have to... Is there such a thing as too many songs? Yeah, there is, there is, I think there is such a thing, and I think I managed to do it. So ballpark, <laughs> ballpark figure, how many right now? Like 20. I think that's about right. From how many different musicals, though? 19, maybe. <laughs> Damn. All right. Yeah. Very solid. Um, I've really tried to cast the net wide and encompass as many musicals as I can because I think that people 
who do like musicals would love to see a wide variety and honestly I think the bigger fan base will be people who love Disney movies so I tried to heavily um, put them in there as well oh yeah get some Lion King in there maybe some uh, some Hercules huh? yeah hopefully we'll see oh, we'll I see like a bit of Hercules. all up in the air at the moment uh, but hoping to have a writers meeting this Saturday for anyone who is interested is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. But Sunday. yeah, thank you, Guy. <laughs> I was like, because I can't make Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I Please can't make Saturday either. Yeah, so it's Sunday. Um, and hopefully we can have some more definitive ideas then. And um, in the next couple of weeks, we'll see a script come to form that will pretty firmly resemble the one that we see on the night. Sweet. So for anybody who was involved last year, you may notice that uh, things are significantly more organized this year. And like starting way before. Yeah. Like, Sounds exciting. Yeah. I, I think, would um I would disagree. I think that I was still a bit behind the mark. You reckon? Uh, just starting this Sunday. But um Oh I no, have, but I mean you you're still way more prepared than we were. We had nothing by this point. Like I think I think to an extent that was the idea because I do want to do like choreograph numbers and things like that. So those sort of things take time. Mm. And especially trying to get um, few people to learn a lot of lines. Um, can take a while and I just want to give them adequate time so that they do know the lines by the time the night comes. Is there much room for, um, I guess, small characters for people who want to be involved and be on stage for a little bit or maybe even in video but without putting too much commitment in? An ensemble cast, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's um, a couple of one-liners, like people who might just have one or two lines throughout the show. Um, there's plenty of opportunity for people to like dance or if they want like a featured singing role or something like maybe they can just have one song which may be in a video maybe on stage um there's room for that and i'm hoping that at the writers meeting i can find more places to include as many people as possible because to be honest when i dropped the video i didn't expect as uh, large a reception and as positive a reception as i as i received definitely like the comments just went off yeah. on that video yeah so uh that sort of made me realize today that I was like oh maybe I do need a bit more room for smaller characters because there currently is some but if I mean as many people want to be in it I'd love to have everyone that wants to be in it yeah so are you having like a mix of uh, staging video again or what's yeah yeah so because it does follow a couple of characters a lot and like focuses on let's say seven or eight people I'm trying to put in videos so that those two people or that those people don't have to learn a lot of lines and that it is very achievable to learn three, four pages of lines um, without inhibiting on your study or anything like that. And so through videos, I think that's a pretty good way to sort of keep the story the way it is whilst making a lot less work for those sort of people. Because we definitely found last year that you don't need to learn lines for a video. Exactly. You read it and you're like, okay, I think I can remember that one line. You film it, cut edit it into the video one way or another exactly like, yeah it's so easy and there's so little preparation involved it's and it most means, yeah. no you go it means that the more things that I can have prepared prior to the night the better I think because then less things can go wrong um, like less dancing needs to be learnt things like that yeah as well. we pro, thought that too yeah pro, pro tip uh, don't save the editing till the night before <laughs> yeah I have actually heard the horror stories <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> I have I still have those videos by the way. I might cut them together. Yeah, make a make a behind the scenes reel. Yeah, uh, the night like, we yeah. lost our minds. It was just myself, Pramu, and Dora. The three of us editing at about three o'clock in the morning, the day of, like yeah. Saturday first. We of started about like we didn't start that late. We started like nine, 
I got dinner and everything. Oh, I, I think we started at five. We started at dinner time. Had dinner. Did we? Oh, we I were just so. still going by the and end. And then, yeah. But like 3 a.m. med review day, we're like, finally, we're done. It was just a, such a matter of like, I, nah, it's not going to take that long. You're just de- desperately trying to find little bit tidbits of time in, in the week to yeah. do it. And then it got to Friday night and we're like, mm, all right, let's do the bulk of it now. 14 hours later. I, uh, I cut the opening video five minutes before med review. Yeah. Like before it started. We, I think we were still doing some editing as med review was going on. I was on, just right? going to ask if you were editing when the curtains had been drawn open. I'm pretty sure Dora was editing. Yeah, we were editing. Um, we, I filmed the opening scene of a sim like half an hour before everyone rocked <laughs> up. I went out, filmed it, cut it all together, and I basically pressed finalize, export, play. Put it on the screen. That's Learn from our mistakes, Sam. <laughs> Learn from our mistakes. Yeah, this, is very, so this is very good advice. Yeah, Don't bring Coke sim. into the lighting box either. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do um, as I say, not as I do. We definitely, definitely did not, and by we, I mean you, Premier. We definitely, definitely did not spill Coke on the lighting box. That didn't happen. We didn't spill Pepsi, though. Look, <laughs> you're going to get sued, not me. Um, no, we did nothing. Everything's fine. Everything's still working. Yeah. Sam, prepare, prepare, prepare for some stress, but it's all good stress. It is oh, so God. much fun. I love stress. <laughs> Everyone so needs a bit more stress, summer. right? Yeah. We were so stressed, but we were having a blast, like, the whole time. Yeah. Like, n- there was, at no point was I like, I really do not w- want to be doing this anymore. I wish this was not my job. It was all like, yes, this is hard, but so worth it. You nearly did it again. Yeah. And then you showed up. <laughs> Passed the reins on. Yeah. yeah. Very generously. Right, we're very yeah. glad to have you as our new main review convener. I'm super excited. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm very, very honored to have gotten it. Um, and actually really excited that I've got it now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Should be good. I'm I'm just really personally just really excited to like experience it not knowing everything that's going on all mm. the time cuz I think that was the the weirdest thing for me was like I know everything that's happening but I know that everybody that I'm working with doesn't know everything that's happening they know anything from 80% of it to what 1% of it so yeah and I wonder how that like impacts your overall you know I guess taking into the show well yeah I I reckon I was one of those people who knew on the lesser side. Um, I had obviously know, like knew the scripts and the scenes that I was in um, and the videos that I did for the production, but other than that, was going in blind and it was really interesting. It was just new and, and fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll wrap it up I there. guess we'll wrap it up. So in uh, honour of musicals and, of course, one of the best musicals, Lion King, I looked up the database... And I may have found a Lion King song. Really? Which one? Oh, we're uh, just going to let it play. Surprise I think we're just going to let it play, yeah. Leave okay. the show, my Thursdays. All right, so thanks for joining us, guys. I guess we'll be back next week, right? Yeah, it should be. Yeah. I think it's the longest run we've had. Yeah, we certainly were not this consistent last semester. We were just like, med show this week? And eh. Yeah, why not? New year, new us. New show. Yeah. We'd like to keep it more consistent, I think. Be nice. Yeah. Um, have a more variety of guests on. Um, so thanks, Sam, and thanks, Rupert, for yeah, joining no us this worries. week. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, I hope you guys have had fun. We've certainly had fun listening to everything you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. So here's the Lion King song. Oh, boy. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. 
ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. When he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. Very nice. Thanks. He found his aroma like a certain appeal. He could clear the savannah after every meal. I'm a sensitive soul. Now I seem thick-skinned. And it hurt that my friends never stood downwind. And oh, the shame. What a change in my name! Oh, what's in a name? And I got downhearted! How did you feel? Every time that I... Pumper, not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. Hakuna Matata! What a wonderful phrase! Hakuna Matata! 